today's journey is this the second leg of the trip to the vape emporium um, and what a trip it was we walked into the store guys we walked into the store and the man now I know him quite well at this point he's from Belgium he told me a lot about Belgium most of which I forget and he's you know he he understands me he knows I'm a chatty guy a friendly guy a guy who can run a podcast in his car on his own on the way from work and I walk in how you doing man and he he does this I'm thinking ah oh, the man's on the phone you know I don't want to interrupt a man making on a telephone call he could be speaking to his mother and then I realize he's not on the phone <laughs> oh take off up 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 there we go he's not on the phone so he's just mumbled at me. Sorry, I had to get the background music playing. Um, I know you love the 80s in the background. And he sort of, he, he then just sort of went up to my eyes with his own, his own two eyes and said, what can I do for you today? And I was taken aback at that question, really. It was like he forgot who I was. A loyal customer, and as far as I can establish, the only customer. I've never seen someone else in that shop. I've been there five times since my tenure in Inchicore resumed the handbrake on for this one um frankly i was a little bit upset i was a little bit upset and that's i suppose that's on me really um but there we are that was the trip to the vapes the vape store i got some blue slush from the dead rabbits collection not that he care and then i went back out in my travels and i nearly reversed into a parked car who should have not been there a double yellow line when it comes to the legal implications of that if i were to reverse into a woman parked on the other side of the road on a double yellow line Who's paying out the money? Who who's at fault there? You know what? I'd say they'll side they'll side with the woman. She's been driving for twenty years. <laughs> Come on, up, up up the hill, up the hill, car. There we go. Don't cut out. And she's been driving for twenty years. She lost her eyesight ten years ago, but she still pays less insurance than I do. Really and honestly, it's just abhorrent. It's it's the system is broken, and it's not being fixed either. I know a couple of men in the insurance game, if you'd call it a game, because I call it a market, a business. I am in a terrible position on the road here, lads. I am so sorry. Um, and I'm just hearing rumours, whispers, that it's all gone to shite. That you're never going to be paying less than two grand for a premium on a car that's worth eighteen hundred. Who am I insuring? I'll tell you who I'm insuring, it's Betty. It's Betty in the fucking C1 Citroen from 2001 with 11 horsepower. And I'm, I'm paying for her eyesight and the damage it's going to cause, untold damage to society. But enough anger. I think we should spread a message of peace here on the Drive Time podcast because that would be converse to the standard ideals of what a podcast is all about uh, when at rush hour, you know. Although, if you think about it, Matt Cooper and the rest of the boys at the hierarchy who have a stranglehold on the podcast world, the news talk crew, the Pat Kennys, and I'm aware Pat Kenny has a morning show. I don't need to be told when Pat Kenny's on the radio by any of you. But they have a stranglehold on the market. Can I drive up to that lane? Guys, I'm coming down a road from the walking center roundabout, which I'll tell you about again, because I know you love the daily water walking center roundabout segment of the program. Hang on now. 
can I actually just go up there? I fucking can or not? Right, watch this little bit. This little maneuver is about to cost us seven years, boys, but it's going to save us seven years. Or maybe we'll die seven years prematurely. Pat, Pat Cooper, Pat Kenny. Pat Cooper's a florist. Pat Cooper has a stranglehold on me. He lives in my mind. He doesn't pay any rent. And he just, he just won't let me produce. Sorry there lads. I had to take a drink of water. I saw a cyclist and I got angry. Or a motorcyclist. Or are they a motorbiker? I just don't have the answers to that question either. And a curious sight now in front of me today. This is a skip truck. You know those, oh, are we taking off? There we are. Put the fucking foot down now and lift the other one up. It's skip truck, lads. You know with the big skip, you'd rent it out and throw a lot of shite into it or whatever people do. Good Lord, get off my fucking side. Why are you in? What's happening? Oh, I just got to drive faster than the other people, so I can't be shouted at. Oh, what's going on? Is there two lanes on this road? Is there one? He's been driving for 20 lanes. Um, it's a 2000, it's a 20, a 21 skip truck. You know, I wouldn't have fucking thought I wouldn't have fucking thought there's a market for brand new skip trucks. They seem to be just timeless artifacts. Most large vehicles are. You never see them older than 15 years, probably because the government has a regulation about it. And you never see them new. But how do they ever get onto the road? I don't know. The junction I'm currently at, motorfag, motorfag, sorry, another went by. Uh, it's the Lewis Junction by, by McDonald's and Kyle Moore, guys. Another absolutely lethal junction. Uh, we're talking one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen lanes. Seventeen lanes and a Lewis track, and I'm out. I am moving across the junction. I'm turning right. I have to go across the Lewis line. I have to stop my car and wait for the traffic to breathe. It's a fucking petrifying experience, lads. I don't recommend you ever do it. But my God, if I get across, I do feel powerful. There is traffic coming from all angles. There's a man up my arse, but my chance is now. We're going to make the move. We're over. We're pulling away. First gear into second. We're up to third. And we're away, lads. 50 kilometers an hour. We're away. Ah, stress of that. And, and look at, we come back down this road now. It's quiet, it's calm, it's peaceful. But then you see in Chicor. In Chicor, it is effectively operating as Ireland's main thoroughfare. By which I mean to say, every single wanker in the country who operates, owns, and uses a vehicle seems to spend a bit of time in the evening in Inchicore. I don't know why. It's not a... Ah, fucking orange lights. Yes, 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 use your brakes, very good. I nearly caught up with that Lewis, mind you, and I'd say there are some craters on the Lewis. I once spied a ban on the Lewis and he had a can in his hand, and that's that's okay. It's the Lewis at the end of the day. He 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 spied me back. He approached me and asked me, "What do you do for a living? Do you work?" A taken aback doesn't describe it, lads. Of course, I work. 
and he asked me what I do and I said I'm a psychiatrist no a psychiatrist for any of you fellas that don't understand hit the fucking revolution spice great takeoff smooth takeoff alright I'm getting am I getting beeped why am I getting oh no he knows a fella jogging at the side of the road the man in the van behind me knew a man jogging at the side of the road they say it's a small world but only when you see something like that an act of God an act from the power of the bee do you really start to understand really how connected we are as a personhood, as a people, a brotherhood, a fellowship in mankind. And so, whatever I was shiting on about beforehand, I've forgotten. There's another Lewis. I've forgotten what I was talking about and I won't go back to it. Oh, the psychiatrist guy. Anyway, fuck him. Don't know if that story had an ending. Probably did. I'm coming up now. I'm, I'm here in Inchicore. I'm here, I'm queer, get used to it, they say. They say. I don't know if they mean it. I don't really care. But I'm here. Weird smell of smoke. I do always worry, is that my car? That smells like fire. Oh, I parked too close to the lights. I can't see what the colour is. I'm going to have to guess. I only knew them before they were green. Okay. We're away. Um... Another topic of conversation, if any one of the, the callers there would like to dial in and share with me what's happening on their day, I'd love it. I'd love it because I've run out of things to talk about, which is the opposite of what this podcast is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be freeform thinking, akin to freeform jazz, an expression of a man's purest and innermost thoughts. They say you have three brains. You have the mammalian brain the reptilian brain and the other brain that I I don't know we'll call it amphibian and it basically it's a metaphor for levels of existence thought feeling behavior at the core of it all the simplest functions the brain provides us with the ability to breathe and that's your reptilian brain because reptiles do little more than breathe eat and shit and uh, correspondingly your mammalian brain, what a wonderful word that is, your mammalian brain is your thinking brain. So anyway, I'm trying to unlock for you all today, my inner reptile. Some would call it a spider, some would call it a snake, and I'm aware that a spider is not a reptile, but it's somewhat reptilian in its movements. And I think if I could find the key to that brain, right lads, Big brain move here, overtaking three cars to get into lane. We're on the wrong side of the road. We're doing 40 in second. We're hitting the brakes and I'm in the way of an ambulance. Um, I think unlocking that reptilian brain, who knows what secrets are in there? Who knows what <laughs> the emergent research would be afterwards if there could be such a thing as free expression of the reptile that lives within me uh, here on this program. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, we don't have a green light, buddy. Oh, yeah, the man ahead of me, I, I confirm, folks, he's given two fingers to the man ahead of him. But it's okay. It's okay. We're on the move now. We're coming across what is the worst junction in Inchicore. I forgot to indicate, but now I have. And uh, there's space on the other side of the road, so we'll make the maneuver. We'll pull her out of the turn. The signal will cancel, and we're into third. And so basically, I think that's what we're going to expect from episode three is that deep, deep 
exploration into the human psyche. Pure, unadulterated, scales and forked tongues. Lizardy shit, lads. Lizardy shit. I may wrap up the podcast. It's time to ring the gate so I can get into the apartment. And uh, I do hope sincerely you all join me for episode three, a deep dive into the lizard brain. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.